welcome to the 504 Girls Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Sierra. And this is Megan. And this is COVID-19 Part 2. Part 2, y'all. So, we're going to talk about right now the different statistics and what's like going on right now. In our previous episode, we talked about its impact on our U.S. community as well as our local communities. And we just want to like update ourselves and y'all about what's happening right now. Yeah, because now we're in phase two and a lot has happened in these three months. Mm-hmm. It's been a it whole 90 like days. Forever. Oh my gosh. Longest 90 days in my life. <laughs> Very much so. I'm so tired of being inside. It's ridiculous. And even though we're in phase two, I don't feel comfortable showing my beautiful self to the world again. I know. All these beautiful <laughs> outfits just going away. Right? All this shopping I did at the beginning of quarantine, I can't even wear. <laughs> I don't I know, know where to wear. Because, wear. like, outside is like. You remember that game that we used to play when we were kids, like the ground is lava? That's how it literally feels. We have a lot more freedom now, like bars and um, restaurants and things like that are open, but I still don't necessarily feel comfortable with it, especially since um, these things have been a little bit crowded oh yeah just i can continue to drink at home right now (laughs) for free for free um did you see the party that took place to celebrate um a newman graduation yeah and the police ended up breaking up 300 people that was on the street going into this small townhouse home and it said about over 500 people attended that party about 500 people was in that townhouse. That's ridiculous. That is insane. And a lot of cases got traces back to Tigerland bars mm-hmm. in Baton Rouge. They say out of 30 members of the LSU football team, that is insane. That's positive. <laughs> yes. So we're clearly not clear of COVID 19 yet to resume our normal activities there still needs to be adjusting we need to make um we should our assets should need, need to be at home honestly we just need to stay inside because we don't know how to be i mean i understand that we are very social creatures and we don't <laughs> know how to social distance from other strange people that we might want to meet we can't y'all not not in 2020. No, not in 2020. Especially since Mayor Cantrell is like, okay, either y'all get it together in her mommy voice, I'm going to shut this down, okay? Then they're really <laughs> going to hate her. And then they're really going to not like her. <laughs> she put on her good TD voice and she was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right now, either either y'all are going to get this together or I'm, I'm going to have to shut this down. That's a good ultimatum. Ah, don't hate her for it. I just would personally not like to go back to a phase where I can't work or I don't have as much freedom as I do now. Even though I don't really want to be out and about that much, I still have the freedom to, you know? So, 
you know, you're, you got a point there. Like, we do have more of a, like, we can go to a restaurant now if right. we were cautious and we properly washed our hands, wore PPE while we weren't eating, you know. You know, I went to um, Cracker Barrel. Mm-hmm. I have a confession. <sighs> What's your confession? I went to Cracker Barrel <laughs> last week. Um, I was with my mom. I had to be out there with her. Um, I had to be out there overnight um, in Slidell. Their biscuits are good. Yeah, but they were a little tough though. This go around. But um, I had to be out there overnight with her for for something important, and I was hungry for breakfast. And so I was like, I guess I just got to go out and sit down and eat somewhere. So I went to Cracker Barrel and the lady sat me in my own little corner. There was no one sitting behind me. There was no one sitting onto the, the, the side of me. I was against the wall. But they had like little signs on the table saying no seating. So like the restaurant did a good job at like putting people apart from each other. Yeah, like I've been to a cafe um, so far, and it's the same thing. And they have good measures. Like, not only you know are we seated that way, but there's like paper saying "Don't sit here, don't sit there." So I mean, you're reminded at every turn. But yeah. um, that that that's better. Um, but we can't go to nightclubs yet because you know how we are in New Orleans like we're not going to socially distance at a nightclub we're going to hear the live music and we're going to go like I'm going in there or we're going to hear the DJ and say I'm going in there we wait into the like Dragon's Den is the Dragon's Den open yet? Well, all it's a bar right? yeah all bars are able to be open yeah. right? so just imagine like going to the Dragon's Den mm-hmm. like even they're probably not very crowded like right now but it's just you know us especially on a celebration day like 4th of July people are gonna go to the bars because they can and then when you're drinking like your inhibitions are down so you just I mean you don't really care as much mm-hmm. <laughs> think about it there's no essence what in all, what are all of us gonna do without essence we don't I'm, have no, nothing to see I was mourning, like, for those versus battles, like, I was mourning festivals. I was like, no essence, no jazz fans, no. I don't even always go to the show, but, like, I look forward to walking around a convention center. I look forward to sometimes going to the um, gospel shows on Sunday. You know, it's a good, like, atmosphere to be in. And this year, we were going to go with Charlie's grandmother and aunt. So it's gonna be it was gonna be a family thing. It was gonna be exciting, but the, the lineup was really good too. But I've heard that they're still gonna do the lineup online. Mm-hmm. Okay, so a virtual essence. A fest. virtual essence. You know what? That's exciting. <laughs> that's exciting. That's that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, so. How are we doing though right now? I haven't looked at the statistics in weeks. <laughs> so let's see. I just know that people are still getting sick. <laughs> yeah. Um So the cases okay, so overall in Louisiana there's 50,000 confirmed cases, 39,000 recovered. 
3,100 deaths. Um, in Orleans Parish, there's 7,100 and 500 deaths. And so far, I think that we started spiking again. Like the other day, there was 1,300 deaths. Um, 1,300 cases. Okay. New cases. The only good thing um, about that is the only good thing that I see is that um, the statistics for our community, the black community, has gone down from 70% to 53%. So numbers are spiking, but as far as us catching it, those um, numbers, that percentage has gone down. But woo, 50,000. Golly. <laughs> But I mean, thirty nine thousand recovered. So when you're really looking at it, it's not that many people that actually have it currently. So I don't know. I just don't know. Do you think that we flattened the curve? That we were that was a goal this whole ninety days, right? <laughs> to flatten the curve. You think that happened? And right now we're seeing a second wave that they warned us about. So I feel like it did. <laughs> I feel like the the the, the line dipped mm. because we were very very high. Louisiana was very very high um, in what what was it? The top in the top ten of yeah. the most cases in the yeah, country. And so I think that the way that we went about it was very very good. And we were able to drop those numbers down drastically. But now, this would be the second wave, which would mean we would have more than one wave this year. So, oh, jeez. That's fast. If, if, we're, if we're considering the dip, uh, 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 flatten. Well, it, was a little, it was a little curvature of the curve. <laughs> like... It didn't go all the way flat, right? It just went down. Now it's going and now it's like, going back up. It's like, well, it went down just a teensy weensy yeah. tiny bit for a teeny tiny short amount they, of time. They wanted it to go down and then just stay like consistent for a while, but they allowed that to happen for like a week. Right, exactly. <laughs> it has to go on for months. For that to actually happen, right? So, um, I know that as a city, we started to do better than our neighbors. But um, if if we don't figure it out, we're gonna really not have a Mardi Gras. I know. I think I will cry, Megan. I will <laughs> cry. I will weep. <laughs> you know. I was sad about Jazz Fest, but Mardi Gras, bro, I will weep. Oh, can we debunk something really quick? Yeah, girl, let's debunk. I'm all with the debunking. So, people are out here saying that the spikes are linked to protests. There was an article on NOLA.com that... Um, 
stated, protesters were not the cause of the recent spikes of coronavirus cases. And that we were seeing the spikes of coronavirus cases from bars and parties that people are throwing. Um, some people are trying to say that. <laughs> it's not true. Not true. I know I was concerned about Memorial Day. I was concerned about the protest. And in some places we did see it spike, they say. Mm-hmm. But we you know in New Orleans that our protests were not the cause. You know. Yeah. And it probably has something to do with us also probably being a smaller city. Yeah, we are relatively small compared to a lot of other major cities. But we're still considered a major city. That's the beauty of New Orleans. Did you see, like, the like Philadelphia protests? And, like, we had thousands yeah, and thousands people. of people there filling up <laughs> in front of the Art Museum. Kelly Drive, that whole area just was filled with people fighting for our protecting our bodies um that's beautiful but we don't have that many people in our city that live here that's true and and also all of my friends who went said they were wearing masks and the people around them were wearing masks so our people protested responsibly (laughs) (laughs) now it's time for a commercial break Hello, this is Megan from Megan Rocks the Beat. We specialize in full body waxes, facials, skin care, yachty steams, and makeup. You can find us on Facebook, Megan Rocks the Beat, LLC, Instagram, Megan Rocks the Dot Beat, or the website www.meganrockstheBeat.com. Feel good, look better. Back to the show. So, in part one, Megs, you talked about your business and how you were worried about getting started but you were eager to get started because you didn't like this not working and then the government was late on their payments and it was stressful how are you now into um phase two and getting into work well I'm definitely that stress has been taking off of me um I'm sure a lot of business owners feel that way um and like I said in the beginning well part one was that we did get funding but um for some people it wasn't enough to cover however long we were in quarantine so I um fully enjoy being back at work what it looks like now is that everybody, of course, we're being cautious. Um, everybody that comes in wears a mask. I wear a mask. There's sanitizers everywhere. It's just different because there's kind of like screening that I have to do, like, you know, asking people questions, being really careful about how many people are in the shop at once like I don't um it's just typically me and another client I know with the type of work that I do we are like tested for 
Safety and sanity. <laughs> Sanitation. You mean your sanity don't get tested, girl? <laughs> it does, but I mean, it's, a, it's supposed to be a really therapeutic environment. Like, it's a spot. <laughs> so, but... Uh, <laughs> but, yes, on sanitation and safety, we get tested. So, that has always been very much a part of the business, but it's just different um, because you have to be more cautious about your clients have been around and how many people are in your space so that's different it's different it's really wonderful that you were able to bounce back and get back into your groove and I'm happy for you yeah. I'm happy for anybody that was on hiatus or who had to take you know pretty much a leave from their businesses to be able to quarantine um, and they're not able to work again. So I'm happy for anybody that went through that. Now that we're three months into this, um, the Orange Man, has there been any evolvement from the Orange Man? There's just so much going on within these last 90 days. We started off with COVID and then the the disgruntled people about staying home orders protesting and then police brutality started ramping up really badly um well at least got some more attention in that in this time period that we're in right now um so the orange man like when it comes to covid like is he still stupid well he's <laughs> been stupid he is stupid He's going to be stupid. He will always be stupid. He will always be stupid. Mm. Mm. Um, I, I feel like that. I mean, there's no kind of progression from him. He just, that's just who he is. He has decided to do another stimulus check. But at the same time, he's going to cut funding, federal funding for testing sites. He has said at some point during these 90 days that if there is a second wave, he wouldn't do another quarantine. He said that we can ingest disinfectants. We cannot ingest disinfectants. <laughs> he is a buffoon. He's what, a child. But what else has he... Oh, he's called the virus, the Kung Flu virus. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. He's a problem. So I've heard that when he stopped the China trades, that now it's come to the U.S. because it's China's way to say F you. Well, remember a while back there was an article that said that the virus was created in a lab in China? Monkeys apparently robbed that lab and ran away with the virus, too. You no, that me? actually happened. Yeah, the monkeys <laughs> run away with it. <laughs> so, further proving that you were right with your first conspiracy theory in the first um, one that um, it's a man-made virus. Probably an experiment gone wrong, but but um, so there is a theory out there that the they released it on purpose. 
I don't necessarily think that as much as okay if it's an experiment going wrong and it's spread in that area people travel so it very well not only travel to the US but other countries as well that's what pandemics you know that, yeah do. that's what they do <laughs> yeah yeah but all I know is is that I want this to be over I do too I want this to be but I think my first trip is gonna be to Holland okay yes Holland I wanna go to Holland and and I wanna go to to the, like the, the the pot cafes and all that <laughs> <laughs> and I wanna see the different things they have to offer in Holland I went once when we were Sixth graders? I've never been. That sounds fun. It's beautiful. It's beautiful, but at the time, I um, couldn't appreciate it because I was being a little brat. What about you? What's the next trip? What's your first trip out of quarantine going to be? Well, I do already have something scheduled for the end of July, but that's to Austin. But I want to go on a European tour. Mm. I want to hit Greece. I want to go to France. I want to go to Italy. I just want to do a tour. If I can go for like some months, <laughs> but I, I, I probably cannot do some months. That would be ideal. But I, I want to. I want to be gone for like. For a week, a week is good. <laughs> I know we're not gonna travel more than likely until 2021, mm-hmm. or 2022. So that's why I'm saying like planning a trip just overseas because I know I'm not gonna travel for the next two. Or three. I'm just preparing myself for that already. Um, hopefully, I don't have to do that. Hopefully, they find a vaccine. Oh, and it, and it works. And then, you know what? I have no problem traveling because I know all I have to do is go to Walgreens and get a shot. (laughs) So when we have that, then I will feel safe traveling overseas or um, flying on planes. Like, I've been thinking of maybe taking road trips. Yeah. Like, doing things like hiking. Yeah, that's fun. That's really, that sounds really fun. I would love to go to the beach right now, but the way that Florida is, their cases are spiking. I'm just like, ah. How do you think it's spiking so much at the beach? Do you think like people are in the water together? That's why they're 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 set up on the the sand, not too far away from each other, probably. But I mean, there's nothing else for people to do, so they're probably just all flocking to the beach. Right, right. I would love to go to the beach right now, especially like I've never been to Destin. Really? That's a popular place to go to when you're from New Orleans, right? Girl, never we have been. to go. We have to go. Never been. You have to go. Okay, so if we go to Destin and we Dustin and we socially distance, like we have our own little spot and we're not around nobody else, maybe it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's the way that it's supposed to be. 
but people are getting sick on the beach. That's the craziest thing. But I, I think it's just because of the amount of people. But it maybe if we call and say, hey, so has been really crowded, really busy lately in your part of town, your neck of the woods. We'll see. Cause I need to get out of New Orleans. <laughs> really? I need to get out of here. I just need a break. Like oh, I need to get out of this way. house. I'm tired of going to Win Dixie. <laughs> That's the fun. <laughs> Walking around with Dixie. So tired of it. Oh my goodness. And that's getting dangerous too. Girl, Rouse's is super packed on Carrollton. Really? Yes. Every time I'm going to Rouse's, it's super packed. But Win Dixie is better. You should go than... to the one on Franklin. Start you... going to the one on Franklin. You want me to drive to Gentilly? Why not? Girl, Gentilly is where it's chilly. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't actually say that, right? No. <laughs> oh, that was just a, a, a you thing. That was just a me. <laughs> Anybody from Gentilly, like, take no offense. I'm just, I'm just being really goofy right now. <laughs> so the one on Franklin is less crowded. It's a bigger one, too. It's it huge. is. It is. I like the one on Veterans. There's one on, um, which, which one? Not the one on Poitiers, but it's downtown. And they have, like, a pasta station and stuff. The station. I know pasta. You stand there and you tell them what you want your pasta and they make it in front of you. What is that? The one um, downtown. That's because it's downtown. I mean, pasta. (laughs) (laughs) But that should be available at all of the routes. It should be. That's all. But yeah, Rouse's is too crowded for me these days. And Costco is just as crowded as it was. Like, you can go into Costco, you think it's December 2019. I just, I just cannot. Um, too many people. When did you go? I went, I want to say maybe the middle of the yeah, week, yeah, like yeah. last week. Oh, so it wasn't even like a special. No, that was around Father's Day, right? So a holiday where people have to prep for stuff? Costco was crowded, Megan. Okay. And they didn't have the lines. Because at first, like, during quarantine, the stay-at-home stuff, they had, like, a line where only so many people can be in there at a certain time. But it's operating, like, a full 100%. There are no lines. Mm. Or at least when I went, there wasn't no lines. So I felt unsafe. Okay, well, if anybody ever needs their groceries delivered, you can order through my friend Groceries to Go Nola, and she will shop for you and bring it to you. Okay, plug. Plug. (laughs) (laughs) So that's good to know, because I might have to look them up. But no, because then I won't be going outside. What you mean? If I don't go to the grocery store, Megan, I'm in the house. I'm trying to just give you solutions and... But there, there is really no way to really go about this because I feel anxiety when I'm in the house too long and then I feel anxiety when I'm in a big group of people now and I'm a very social person. So, I don't know. It's the COVID, yeah, yeah. COVID effect. The COVID effect. 
Oh, it's like a looming <laughs> gray cloud. Yeah. <laughs> Over your head. All the time. <laughs> and what sucks is all week it's been raining. Raining, raining, raining. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just like, I can't go outside in this. Too much. <sighs> well, listen. Hopefully, the vaccine will be here soon. Hopefully, we will do better and we'll figure out a way to live our daily lives and exist with COVID. Until then, stay your ass at home and wash your hands. Wash your hands now, people. Wash your hands. Hey, wash your hands now, people. Wash your hands. Y'all should go on YouTube and look the song up. Look up Wash Your Hands by George Porter Jr. and his grandbaby is St. Amethyst. <laughs> yeah, I sing it better than that in the in the recording though. I'm not trying to <laughs> sing or nothing. But um, I put her on the spot. <laughs> she sure did. Well, thank y'all so much for tuning in to the 504 Girls Podcast. Find us on all social media. You can tell us about your feelings about COVID if you want to. Our Facebook page is the 504 Girls Podcast. Our Instagram is the 504 Girls Podcast. We want to hear from you. Yes. Please leave a comment or something. Or something. (laughs) You did.